Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Lighthearted, family friendly and full of laughs. It is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your Pizzas Ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. You liked that, didn't you? That was perfect timing. That was some excited children. It sure was. Last week was awesome. Did you like last week? I did. We had a good time. I love your parents. And it's a good thing because it could be an awkward holidays if I didn't. Yeah, it could. What do you think of my parents? Let's get into this. They're great people. Do you think they listen to this podcast? Salt of the Is earth. that why you're saying that? I think your mom does a little. She doesn't. She's like seven weeks behind that I think we've only recorded six weeks or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, last week was fun. And this week is going to be even better because we have your brother with us so that's going to be awesome and we also have his wife and we're going to introduce him in just a minute before we do let's do our trivia for the week last week was so much fun we had so many responses so this week is going to be another trivia question along the lines of new year because we just had it we just had the new year so what's the question trista if you watched the ball drop in Times square you will notice it is all sparkly. So the question is, how many lights? Do you want to say how many lights or how is it lit? I like how many how lights. Many? Now, I did not watch the ball drop. And I re- I remember watching the ball drop a few times, but I've never really cared after that. It's not something that I, I, I want to watch at midnight. It doesn't, I don't. does nothing for you. It does that's where I'm at. There's nothing for me. So I didn't watch it drop. I can already know. That's how good I am. Do you want to guess then? Well. How many lights? Yeah, I'll guess. I'm going to say, oh my, 3,000 lights. That's a lot of lights. Do you think I'm even close? Like a lot of electricity. It is a lot of electricity, but am I close? I wouldn't know. Well, what do you think it's going to be? I don't know. No guess, huh? I really don't even have a guess. What did you say? 3,000. So I'll just say like 1,000. That's sad. Ah! Oh, man. That was Ah! not good. Hold on. Let me do that again. (laughs) Replay. That's sad. Ah! That's what it was supposed to sound like. I failed. You failed. I'm still trying to learn this board. It's been two weeks. It's, I think this week is going to sound a lot better than last week. The last week we kept, your voice kept cutting out a little bit, but we got it figured out. It's a new board. Do you like it? You enjoying yeah. it? Yeah, I do. I like I, I like that it's all in, in one. We don't have different components going on. It's a lot easier to deal with. Do you remember that one time we recorded and then we found out it didn't record and we had yes. to do the whole thing over again. Yes. That was terrible. That was terrible. The worst night of my life. <laughs> it was bad. Ever. So this one won't do that, right? We don't have to worry about that? I hope not. It has a big red button that says record. 
So, and it says we've been talking now for five minutes. Wow. So that, that's good. And it gives me the timer. I really like that before we were kind of guessing. So we've always had the goal of 30 minutes. Mm, you know, people don't want to listen to 40 minutes. It's a little long. A little long. So 30, this, this helps us out. So when we get to 30 minutes, we just hit our outro and go. So I have a question for you. Hit it. Did you make a new year's resolution? No, I'll be honest. Uh, do you ever? Yes. I have so many backed up that I haven't done yet. I'm just waiting to complete one of them. And then I'm going to claim it as a New Year's resolution completed five years late. I don't know that I've ever made a New Year's resolution. Do you have one this year that you've been thinking about? No, because I don't like to fail. So then if I don't make the resolution, then I haven't failed at anything. Well, in a minute, we're going to get your brother's opinion about this. He has one. How do I know that? Because he has an opinion about everything. That's what I know about <laughs> Kyle. Um, my last two years ago, I had a resolution that was a fun one, but I just never did it. And it was to get um, certified, I guess is the word, for scuba uh, diving. I remember that. It just never happened. It hasn't I, I still want to, but it just hasn't happened. Maybe this year. Maybe. I don't know. Well, it's good to have them with us. Kyle and Kristen Literal. This is your brother. Yeah, you only have one brother. My little, my big little brother. All right, y'all, sit up to the mics and say hello. 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 Yeah, we got it. <laughs> we got the sound bite from Kristen. <laughs> we didn't know. Uh, we were telling her uh, when we were trying to shut up now. <laughs> no, she's going to go on. Well, I'm telling you, every wife that we've had on, for some reason, we marry a bunch of quiet wives. My friend, did you listen to some of our past podcasts? Kyle, right? That's your name? <laughs> yeah. Every one of them, same thing, quiet wives, and they kept talking and talking. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for supporting our hobby. It's not our job. We don't have to make money off this. It's a good thing. We're losing we money on this. We're in trouble. Yeah. It's good to have you guys. We're going to have uh, a good time with the few topics that we have, but I'm excited about the topics because... Um, this is something that's close to your all's life that it involves you greatly. Ours is obviously ministry. So if you were asking us questions about ministry, we would be able to go on and on and on. So your life is that Kyle, you're in the Marines. Yeah, correct. How many years coming up on 14, 14 and Kristen, you're in the nothing. <laughs> you're in the mamas. She's in the house. How many kids do you have? Kristen? Four kids. You have to scoot a little closer to the mic. I'll tell this to Trista and all of y'all. Four kids and how many boys, how many girls? Three boys, one girl. Three boys, one girl. I got three sentences out of this girl. We're doing good. See, easy questions, easy questions. The middle boys are twins. That's right. And uh, we're not, we don't go into kids' names here because I don't know why I'm so freaked out about the world, but you know, people have their kids everywhere and stuff. But you got four little kids. My niece and nephews i love them so much and they're awesome kids uh the littlest one you know he doesn't love me as much right now but he's gonna grow into me he loves no one (laughs) he loves no one he uh he was reminding us the other day uh, trista mentioned it the boy on uh what was it polar express polar express do you see that movie you remember the the rotten kid that has like the froggy voice that's His that's voice him. Sounded just like they that. sound the exact same. I was like, where have I heard this voice before? They're so funny. That was it. He's he has a man's voice already. Is the thing he's going to grow into it. 
but you have these four kids. And uh, so you've been in the military for 16 years. In 14. 14 years. I'm, I'm listening. Coming I'm listening. 14. 14 years. And really quickly, we're going to get into military. And we also want to get into a little bit of financial talk because I know that's a passion of yours, both of yours, Chris, and supporting Kyle in this. Um, and we've actually had long conversations about finances. We just got done last week talking with your parents about finances where how you know how their retirement happened and so you, this is great because we got second generation what did you learn from them what did you not learn from uh, maybe their mistakes we talked about some of their mistakes which is basically starting late in life later than they wanted so some of those things like that maybe you can expound on but first let's hear about uh, maybe what was the impacting decision on the military was this always your desire to go into the military Kyle so I'm told that as a young kid, I said I would join the army. Of course, back then, when you're a kid, you think all branches are the same. So I said the army. Um, and then as I grew older, I guess I figured out the Marine Corps was sold as the biggest and best. So that's who I wanted to be. Of course, of course, because you're very competitive. We know that. A little bit. A little bit. Now, do you buy into the uh, devil dogs, we are the best, or are you past that? Depends on what you're talking about. Okay. Training. Training. Uniforms. Uh, what is it called when they're in lockstep uh, trained? Well, training, I guess. Marching. But marching. All of those categories. Drill. What would you say the Marines are in lack in compared to the other branches? Money. <laughs> Well, they're one of the smallest branches, right? And we're a department of the Navy. So, mm. Do you have an opinion on the Space Force? I think we should actually add one more branch, and that would be the Cyber Force. So, yes. Nice. I agree. Well, and Space Force, I think, is slash Cyber Force, isn't it? No, each branch has a cyber department. Okay. Well, I guess what I'm meaning is there's more technological defense in the Space Force than manned on the ground type stuff. I mean, they're going to go after satellites, right? Anything in the air kind of stuff. So that's basically all technology based. So was, but that's not exactly internet cyber based, yeah, right? It all, it all starts looping together. Yeah. Well, you, do you know about Elon Musk and his internet plan? Have you, you should know about some of that with your, yeah, I heard you talking to Sarah about it. Yeah. So he's launching thousands of satellites into the air. So I imagine the Space Force is going to be like the sheriff in town up there with all these satellites. It's going to get competitive. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. So, well, it's interesting because I've not heard any military yet in their opinion on the Space Force because when it first came out, I'm not against it, but it seemed like a joke. It could easily fail, but there's no way to know until you give it a shot. So, Do you know if there's ever been a military branch that has started and failed? Nothing comes to mind. Yeah. Me neither. I don't know. So you're in the Marines this amount of time. I know a lot of people get into the Marines or military and they don't know when they get in, if they're going to be lifers or if they're going to do the four or six, sometimes even two, I think is possible in some branches. Did you know when you started what you wanted to do in, in time? No, my goal was just to go overseas. Obviously I joined in 2007. So that was in the heat of Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So my goal was to join and go serve my country and then get out and come back, back home to Kentucky. But 
things drastically changed when when you get married um, and then you start having kids. So when you joined, were you married? No. How many years into your career until you got married? About, I think, one. And one year. So you yep. did you marry in uniform? I forget. I was there. I did. I yes. forgot. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> married in uniform, obviously things change. Was there a year that you were in where you said, okay, there's no turning back. I'm a lifer. And by lifer, of course, we're meaning you're retiring from the military. Uh, I had pretty good advice actually from Kristen's dad that it was um, a very good way to go for a, a career anyways, especially where that one of the only jobs you can get anymore that has a pension. So I can retire after 20 years and get a pension for life. So that's pretty hard to come by. Yeah, for sure. And that's going to be awesome. And so along the lines of that kind of investment, Trista, um, you have a question for Kristen, I think. Yes, we're going to get Kristen involved for one question at least. One, Just one. Just one. <laughs> so we want to know, Kristen, how do you feel about being a military spouse? Well, I actually love it. Okay. Um, because we get to travel the world and live in different places, experience different cultures. So. You don't mind not being in Kentucky? No, because it. I, well, I know I'll be back one day. <laughs> it's coming. Enjoying it now. But you grew up in a military home as yeah, well. Yeah, she's a brat. So you were used to a reserve the life. Brat. But <laughs> if I remember, because I know, I know your family, I don't know. I've never heard stories of you guys living elsewhere. You always lived here somehow, and he just, your dad's like, he was I'm a just, warrior. I'm, okay, he was a CB, mm-hmm. right, but he retired from that and did very well. Oh, I'm sorry, just just bring it back. Kyle, your rank? Chief Warrant Officer 2. Okay, and tell us that nobody's heard of the military. What is that? Where does that rank in the levels of enlisted, non-enlisted? So it is higher than the enlisted, but lower than the unrestricted commissioned officers so i'm a restricted commissioned officer okay so chief warrant officers are specialists in their job so i'm a specialist in my job field which is intelligence i know you've thought about this well your job is intelligence i know you've thought about this by the time you retire how many promotions are possible well i'm selected for three right now so i'll get promoted next year and then well i guess this year and then I will have two more possible after that. Okay. So it tops out at Chief Warrant Officer 5. And they call those unicorns because there's only a couple. Sweet. I think we're. I think you're going to get it and we're going to have a big old party when it happens. That's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be we're fun. We're going to Israel, I'm telling you. Yep. Sweet. We need to do it. <laughs> do it before it all goes to the pot. <laughs> so, Kristen, did she finish her? You love it. That's great. Um, living on base all the time? Are you all the time living on base? Or do you live off base? We have never lived on base. No. We do not want to live where we work. Okay. No, that's or, or around sense. those people. Yeah. <laughs> we've 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 known people that live on bases and we've visited them on base and it was like, you know, getting like the security clearance to do that and they'd like come meet us at the gate and, and you know, escort us in and then you're there and it's like this community compound, compound yeah. type thing. And we're not into those compound religions. <laughs> it's just hard to detach. It's nice to like leave the gate and be able to go home and relax. I imagine. Yeah. Do you, did the kids homeschool, Kristen? No, they do not. They do not homeschool? Okay. They're virtual now, but not Yeah. <laughs> how do they do with the moving? Because how many states have you lived in? Oh, goodness. I think we're on 
So Maryland, California, Texas, North Carolina, Virginia. Five. And how do they do with those moves? You were in Florida. Chris wasn't. I was in Florida for training for like four months in South Carolina before that. And you've also been on a carrier, I think. LHD, it's a little bit smaller, okay. but yeah. That was eight months right. in Iraq. Right. Uh, eight months and Iraq or eight months yeah. in Iraq, like around? Eight months on the Mew, so eight months at sea and mm-hmm. then six months in Iraq. Okay. Which one would you rather do if you had to do one over again? I'd go to the desert. Yeah. Get <laughs> off that boat. I mean, we, we had some pretty cool ports, so I got to see a lot, but mm-hmm. it is tough being on a boat with 3,000 people with nowhere to go. I imagine. I imagine. Yeah. Trista wouldn't like it. No. <laughs> I would be jumping overboard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm swimming. Main swimming. overboard drills in the middle of the night are not good. Oh, mercy. Uh, oh, that does not sound fun. No. Can you opt out of that? No. You have to get out of bed? Yeah. Man oh. overboard, man overboard, and here comes the whistle, and everybody has to report to their work section. So. Oh. Brutal. How long does that take for one of those drills? It depends on, so everybody, the goal is for everybody to be accounted for, so it depends on how long people take to get Good accounted for. night. That would not be fun at all. No. Especially, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. Nobody's going to listen. None of your pals are going to listen. I promise you they're not listening to this podcast. Yeah. Well, good. You got it out of her. Yay. I think that was good. All right. So um, we talked to your parents last week and they were talking about retirement. Um, the one piece of advice that they gave is that people start early. That's the main thing. Start early, have a plan. Um, looking at your parents and, and their lives, how did that play into because I, I know you love finances and you love all things numbers. I think at one time you were even considering getting into realty, um, getting your realtor's license and stuff like that. So how much did growing up in that household impact um, your desire and your passion for being self-sufficiently financially? Uh, I think they instilled in us like the importance of money and the value of it um, at a young age. And we didn't have a lot growing up, but we weren't poor. We had what we needed. Um, but because of that, you have to pick and choose where you spend your money. And I think because of that, um, it helped me save and find out early that I was a saver. So I got ahead early because my parents helped me get ahead early. And I didn't have to pay for college, so that helped. Uh, my first car, um, basically my dad was my loan. So that helped me not have any interest. So when I left to join the Marine Corps, I I joined a little bit late, 21 instead of 18, Mm -hmm. but I was already ahead of the game, no debt. And you went to school, like college before that. So you weren't just sitting around wondering like what to do with my life. Right. Yep. I went to college for two years and then, um, I enrolled into, after I got my associates in business with real estate concentration, I then, uh, decided to keep going to school but part-time and I was working full-time at that at that point and it was just not fun it wasn't really the I didn't see anything going forward in that profession so that's when I joined the Marine Corps and what was the question you said it all you continued Um, your education after you joined right so the the military is really good about trying to get all of the the Marine sailors soldiers airmen to get their degrees. So, mm-hmm. uh, while you're in, it's called tuition assistance and they pay 4,500 bucks 
I believe, a year um, towards your education. And most schools will match, they'll lower their tuition to match that amount. So you can go to school basically for free. Because they're catering to trying to get all the all the military oh, yeah, dollars because it's, it's, it's government money. money. Yep, easy money. So if they want you, they're going to lower their tuition so you don't have to pay anything. Right. So so I got my, finished my bachelor's out um, in California, I finished. And then in Texas, I got my MBA. And what is this in? What what study? Business. Business. Okay. A minor in anything or just major in business? All business. Okay. Um, so that's makes a lot of sense actually based on our conversations in the past. Um, so what would you say is the number one uh, way that a person, okay, you got an 18 year old, um, they got their first full-time job. Let's take college out of the equation for now. What's the first thing they should do for an investment? They're not in debt. We're going to say they have a car, $10,000 car. So it's a $200 payment a month. Pay it off. Pay the car off. So no debt. No debt. And if you can't pay it off, sell it. Okay. And buy one that you can pay pay off. So you're uh, in the same school of thought as Dave Ramsey. Very much so. Live debt free. Live debt free. We, We are blessed. We are ignorantly debt free. Like we've wanted to be debt free, but it's not like we made this plan it just happened. I mean, when we had the money, we paid things off. It's it's not like we you know sold sh- clothes at a right. yard sale to be debt free. So it means you haven't overspent. So that's good. Yeah, and we still foolishly spend sometimes, but not beyond our means. Right. Just beyond our wisdom sometimes. So step one B is to fully fund a retirement account. Mm-hmm. So the earlier you get that in, the faster it grows. Well, what is? I didn't even do that at eighteen. I don't. I don't think I started till I was like twenty three. So I feel behind at 23. <laughs> but yet you're so not because we just talked in the last podcast that Trista and I are just getting in in this past year, really. Um, now, let me. All right. So we're just getting in, but we had savings that were now pushing into um, different investments. And so, yeah, we weren't aggressively in a um, IRA or anything like that, but we had savings. So we were not really saving for retirement just saving for emergencies i guess there was a lump somewhere i think that's one of dave ramsey's it's yes an emergency fund yes we we have we had (laughs) had that it's gone (laughs) now it's in an ira will be taxed if we well not yet it's it's moving that way so so fully funded by definition we're talking what are we talking about like monthly you're able to fully fund the account monthly are we talking about in In complete or in a year or what? For, for a young person, they should try to contribute monthly. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's 6000 bucks a year is the max for a Roth IRA. So we're talking Roth IRA, $6,000 a year. And then uh, you you gave me some advice that was pretty good the other day. We were talking, and if you got a spouse, that's 6000 per Correct. unit. So you and your spouse, you could open an account for her. Or she could open her. God forbid she open her own account, Kyle. We have to do everything for her. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they, you know, your wife could have an account, you could have an account and now you have two going. Now one might not be as funded as the other in the time it ends, but the same thing. I mean, you got, you got that investment going in there. So that's great. Um, and it's then all again, about compounding interest. Yeah. So it, it, 
elaborate as much as you can on that, on the kind of um, maybe return at the end when you're able to start, what is it, 63 or 62? 59 and a half is when you can pull out. Okay, so at that time, what kind of percentage return do you hope to see with that compounded interest? Is that an easy question? So depending on who you ask, if you ask Dave Ramsey, he's going to say it's pretty high. Some people will say it's a little bit lower, but in a good stock market, you can get 10%. Mm-hmm. So over the life of a, of a stock market, I usually play my numbers low, like 7%. That way I'm not disappointed when I get to that point in my mm-hmm. life. Um, but there's several rules of compounding interests, but usually at whatever interest rate, your money should double in 72 months. Yeah, double. And so when we say 7% compounded, again... At, at like 10%, it should double. Yeah. Um, when I hear that in my ignorance, I want to say, okay, just 10% on your investment is not very much. But when we're talking compounded, how do you explain that in layman's terms to these kids out here, and I'll throw myself in there, that don't completely understand compounding interest? I can write... Like, I've used the calculators before, and put in the numbers and see, okay, this is the final compounded number. But how do you explain that in layman's terms and how that works? So your money will gain interest. So easy math, just do 10% on $10. Mm-hmm. So how much is that? $1. $1. Got so, it. so now that gets reinvested. Can I do that again? $1. Yeah! Okay, go so, ahead. So now I have $11. That will once again do ten percent. One dollar ten cents. There we go. I'm on it. So if we get that number up to a hundred thousand, okay, you add a lot of zeros to that one dollar and ten cents, right? And so that is compounding interest, making money off of money that was not yours. Now, Trista, does that make sense? Yes. You understand it now? Yes. I was taking the blame for you, but now it's out. Trista was the one that didn't understand it completely. Thank you for not explaining me. that. Yeah, no, that makes a whole lot of sense. You'll have to YouTube the whole compounding, like the rule of 72 or whatever I said earlier, because it gets a little confusing, but it's, you know, the little log button that's Mm -hmm. on, like it has to do with a log button that's on your calculator. Gotcha. Well, I'm excited about the future. I've, we're doing, we're doing better now. We're doing a lot better and it's, it's important. I think that's the key is education. People get very overwhelmed and stressed by putting money out Where's that, the money that going? could be lost. Mm-hmm. So e- that was even me. Like I'd rather stuff it under my mattress <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. And, and that, that Which method real estate, because that's, that was my version of my mattress. Right. Be- but that method too is for people who are extremely, extremely tight. I mean, right. Those people who stuff it under their mattress are like super, super tight and they're like stuffing 80% under their mattress and they're like doing nothing. Well, at that rate, yeah, you can turn around and have a million dollars in at your retirement. No problem. But if you are spending 70%, it gets a little harder to stuff that 20% under your mattress or something. I know 70 and 20 is 90, but I was taking 10%. Out. Then, I right. was taking 10% out for God. Don't worry. <laughs> was going That's right. All right. Go. So talk about your property just for a minute, because how much did that play into um, your financial planning? And when in your life did you do that? In the military, before military, how many years? Yeah, so we bought 50 acres, um, not far from where we grew up, about 30 minutes south. And um, 
I've always enjoyed the outdoors, so I wanted to have a little bit more land when I retired and maybe for my kids to enjoy as well. So we uh, we bought that place in 2010, I believe. It was either 10 or 11. It was right after I got back from Iraq. So I had a decent down payment based from, you know, deploying. We get paid a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't invested yet into the Roth IRA. So I had a lot more actually savings. So if it, if I had invested earlier into the Roth, I might not have been able to buy the land actually. So it worked out. Or if you did, you would have had to cap, do some more calculations on whether the interest would be worth it in the end and all that. So I had to have 25% down because mm. it was a farm. Okay. So it was, it was a tough, tough check to write for, it was like 40 grand. Are you thankful now? Oh yeah. And Kristen, what do you think of the land? I love it. Yeah. Say it, say it into the mic so we all hear your voice. What do you think of the land, Kristen? I love it. That's awesome. That's good. Now, do you, are you going to, are you going to make Kyle build a house, a new house on this land? Or are you going to change the farmhouse into, um, are you going to add on to it? What do you want to do? Um, we'll probably just build a new house. Build a new house. Do you figure it out which way the sun rises and sets and all that? Yes. And you, f- you know exactly what you want for a house? Yes. Has we, Ka- we were talking about skylights earlier. So Those can leak, light. so that's not happening. <laughs> it's the- going to have a lot of windows. <laughs> all right. It's not you- in the ceiling. <laughs> Kristen, do you want to be, what is it called when you, you're self-sufficient? What's that called? What are they doing? Homesteader. These- like a homesteader where like off solar the off the grid or are you, are you going to be tied in or what? No, I'd like to try a little bit of everything. But we will be lazy yes. homesteaders. <laughs> yes. Well, you work for it. You work f- to be lazy homesteaders. You don't come across that easily. Uh, square footage. Do you have a plan for this house? Like what you would like as a goal or smallish? Smallish. Yeah. She doesn't know what small means. I don't want to clean a big. It's <laughs> probably going to be like thirty five hundred. That'd be awesome, including basement, or mm. you'll do basement. We want enough room for the kids to want to come home for sure. Because by the time you do this, what do you estimate their ages be? High school and college. Yeah. So, but that, that's good planning. That, that's really good planning, and we know we've talked about you guys a lot behind your back, and we're proud Sorry. of you guys. <laughs> no, it's awesome, and so hopefully. Uh, how many years you got left then? What does that make? At least six. Six. At least, yeah. Because you got to do a minimum of 20? Correct. 25 is, what do you say about 25 is max or something? No, 30 is max for my rank. Okay. And so 20, is it possible, possible to get that E5 at 20? Chief Warrant Officer 5. Yeah. Oh, five's like a sergeant. I was that a long time ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't <laughs> know my ranks. <laughs> I don't know my ranks. <laughs> don't insult Chief him. Warrant Officer 5. Is it possible? Yeah. I At 20 years would be when I would get my first look if it was open. And then so you could tack on a year, like if it looks like it's going to be open the next year. You, could, I, you can keep doing that, yes. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be a nice young retirement. It would. That would so, be awesome. So if I got five at 20, I would do three more years. Do you have plans after retirement to start a business, work somewhere else, real estate? I have had a lot of plans. Um <laughs> But the longer I stay in, the easier it just looks like sitting on my front porch would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Do Maybe some do some okay, but do give some me ministry work. Give me a want to, not a need, a want to. If I could spend all my time doing something, it would be probably like a sports. So uh, it would be teaching, coaching, coach. ministry, and in, in some some sort, helping 
you helping could, others. These coaches nowadays, man, you can put a lot of time into kids. So the problem is the more competitive it is, the more of my time it will take. True so enough. I don't know. And your boys will be out. So who knows how often you're traveling to visit them. Right. So I don't know that I want to get paid because as soon as you get paid, there's a com- like a larger commitment than volunteering. volunteering. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought if I did need money still, I could maybe do like online college teaching, like undergrad. That'd be all right. Something like that. I That'd feel like right. you're going to have a lot or of options. Or substitute teaching. <laughs> you're going to come I home. I do not want to work for the government. <laughs> you're going to come home from retirement and Kristen's going to be like, I think we can go get a job. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> go work go at Lowe's do? with a dad. <laughs> exactly. It'll be Kristen and Jerry working at Lowe's stocking shelves. I ain't going home until you go home, Jerry. No, that was awesome. That was great. Kristen, thank you so much for being with us today. You did really, really good with your answers. Tristan, did she do good? Excellent. All right, Kyle, thank you for being with us. We'll get you on again. Really good stuff. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Love you all, Trista. Love you. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.